Well, good afternoon, y'all. And happy Lord's Day. Happy Lord's Day. Thank you. I, I want to jump into the Gospels because this is what our mission's about. It's about bringing people, especially our young people, into the light, right? People are leaving in the midst of darkness, but we're called to be people of the light. And this is exactly what the gospel is about today. This is the heart of the mission. We see in the gospel today that Jesus is walking, and all of a sudden there's this man that's right there. And the scriptures are clear in John's gospel. It says the man was born blind. He had never seen anything before, right? Imagine that for a second, guys. You ever have those, those games that you play where you put a blindfold over your eyes and you let somebody, like, lead you? And it's like all of a sudden you walk in and you're, you're putting your foot out and you're like, okay, there's a step and you're moving. You ever did that or was I the only weird kid doing that? No? Okay, good. Yeah, it's a, it's a really bizarre feeling to be blind, to not know what's in front of you. To imagine for a second, this guy in the Scriptures never saw light. This guy never saw a tree. He never watched a baseball game and the colonels whip up on everybody for the weekend, right? This guy never saw anybody's face. Anybody he loved never saw their face. The guy never saw the Empire State building a skyscraper. He never saw the Statue of Liberty. He never walked into St. Thomas and saw waffle ceilings. <laughs> it's hard for us to think about that, right? What it was like to have never seen before. And all of a sudden, he's sitting there, probably in a spot he was always in begging. And Jesus walks by, and they ask questions about him. Who, who sinned, this man or his parents? Because in their day, in the first century, Jews' days, they thought that if someone was ill with a birth defect of some sort, then somebody sinned, either them or their parents. And Jesus goes, none of them. This is so that the, the glory of God may be revealed. right? And so Jesus does something super weird. He doesn't just sit, he could have easily just said, um, you know, I heal you, poof, right? It could have happened. Did you notice what Jesus does? He gets on the ground and he spits. And he begins to smear his spit into the dirt. And he makes clay. And then he gets the clay and goes up to the guy and smears it on his eyes. This is the weirdest gesture I think Jesus has ever done besides sticking his finger in somebody's ear. Right? And I've always asked the question, why did he do that? That is bizarre. Well, some biblical scholars will say that this is the reason why. Remember going back to Genesis? How was man made? From the dirt, from the clay of the earth. Some biblical scholars say that this was Jesus actually making the guy eyeballs. That he was born with no eyeballs. <laughs> like, that's cool, right? I mean, like, and it would make sense in my head is why he gets the clay and rubs it on his eyes and then tells him to go and bathe in this pool called Salaam, which is sent. He's going to be sent out now on mission for, to do what? To tell people about the light that he now sees to tell people about Jesus, about this guy that he has encountered that has changed his world forever. I guarantee you, this guy never wanted to go back to being blind. Once he was in darkness and he couldn't see, and now he can see, and he sees people, and he sees the trees and the buildings and everything around him, I guarantee you there wasn't a day for the rest of his life that he wanted to go back to being blind. 
This man was sent out by Jesus to tell his story, to speak of a testimony that only he could give. Nobody else had the story and the encounter that this man had with Jesus. And so because he was healed, he was able to walk in the light. You see, Scripture uses these images of light and darkness, right? And we heard that in the second reading. Darkness usually always refers to our sins, and light is always God's grace. Listen to what the Scripture said in the Ephesians chapter 5, that second reading today. It says, He says, You were once in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. I love that, right? We were once in darkness. We, those of us who have ever sinned in our lives, have gone into a life of darkness. He said, but you were once in darkness, but now you're not. Now you're a child of the light. He says, walk in the light. Okay, I love that word walk. It means you've got to do something. You've got to do something with this encounter you had with Jesus. You've got to start walking. And that journey may go onto a path that you never thought you would ever go on. Andrew never thought he was going on a path of mission work. He had his life planned out for him in a whole different direction. I never thought I was going to walk into the path of a priest. I had my own plans. But whenever we come to experience Jesus and we realize the darkness that we lived in, it's no fun living in darkness. Right? We're called to be children of the light. You and I. And whenever we begin to walk in the light, we can't stop. There's never a moment where you can just go, okay, Lord, let me just take a break and go back a little bit and sin for a little while, and then I'm going to come back and walk in light. <clears throat> the blind man, did everyone go back and be blind again? No. He wanted to walk in the light. I'm sure every single day he was eternally grateful for the gift of walking in the light. And so this is the invitation that we have, right? This, this moment to walk in in the light, right? And there's this awesome song. It says, we've only just begun. I'm not going back. I'm never going back, right? When we become children of the light and we have the freedom walking in the light, it's much easier to know where you're going. You're not going to stumble and fall and trip over things. And we're not going to go back. We're never going to go back. We don't want to go back. We want to walk in the light. And that's, in essence, what we're doing here at St. Thomas. We're trying to bring the light of Christ into a campus, into lives, into people, into our young adults, into your families, to bring the light of Christ right there. Why? Because when the light enters in, darkness flees. Right? What happens whenever you walk into a dark room and you turn a light switch on? The darkness is gone immediately. Yeah. The roaches leave too, huh? <laughs> That's what happens. And whenever Jesus comes into our hearts and we bring the light of Christ onto this campus, into the hearts of our young people, into your families, darkness disappears. We're made to be children of light, not children of darkness. Take no part in the unfruitful words of darkness, but instead expose them to light. Right? So that's, that's the invitation. The unfruitful works of darkness is what we're called to run away from, to move away from, right? 
We've got to do that, but sometimes we need help. Sometimes we need people who are invested in our lives to help us move into the light. Because you know as well as I do, sometimes it's hard to get out of those darknesses. And we need somebody to say, look, let me show you the way. Because there is a way. And that's Jesus. And let me help you to come to understand the truth because there is the truth and not this fabricated truth that I can make up truth however I want and whatever makes me feel good. No, there is a truth. And His name is Jesus. And let me show you the life. Not the life that society says you should be living whenever you're at a certain age and living it up in the way that the world tells you to. But no, let me, let me have someone who's going to walk with me and show me what life is really all about. Because Jesus comes to us and says, I want you to live the life. I want you to live life to the fullest, Jesus says. Not halfway, not a little bit, but the fullness. And if we're going to be living life in the fullness, that means we have to walk in the light at all times. That's the great invitation. That's what we're here. This is what our mission is about. And that's where you guys, parishioners of St. Thomas, help us in this way. By your prayers, your financial support, by your encouragement, by your presence, your witness of family to our college students, <laughs> blows their minds. They're like, I want to be like them. It's an incredible gift to have you all here. And so we come together as family, moving in one direction and walking in the light of Christ. That's what we want and it's what we're made for, right? And that is the very heart and the mission of St. Thomas. And so I want to thank you all for being light for us. You know, we're light for one another, right? And so we continue as family to move in the light. Amen?